Hey, everybody. Aaron Dillon here, Managing Director of AG Dillon & Co. We're a venture capital firm focused on pre-IPO companies with investment funds for individual investors, family offices, financial advisors, and institutional investors. All right, so I got a pre-IPO company update for you here for the week ending 10 March 2023. Today, we'll hit on big company news from TikTok, Mint Mobile, and OpenAI, large capital raises, and individual pre-IPO company stock performance updates. Okay, so the White House has demanded that ByteDance divest TikTok this week. The U.S. government is concerned that the Chinese government is seeing TikTok data on U.S. citizens. It's odd because I'm not even sure how divestors are supposed to work here. ByteDance's cap table is 60% global investors, 20% employees, and 20% founders. So it's already majority owned by non-Chinese investors. ByteDance founders uh, do have controlling shares that gives them, uh, uh, or excuse me, they have shares that gives them controlling interest. So maybe that's what needs to change. Perhaps ByteDance needs to move its headquarters outside of China. But uh, if you're trying to solve for data security issues, I don't know how changing the cap table solves for data security. TikTok is uh, pushing for Oracle to manage the app, review its code, and publish to the app, to the uh, Apple and, and Google app stores. That appears to be a much better data security solution, in my opinion. Uh, ByteDance produced $61 billion in 2022 revenue. That is a huge amount of money. And TikTok was $10 billion in 2022. So while TikTok is a big part of their business, it's certainly not the majority. And ByteDance closed a $100 million Series F and a $220 billion valuation in March of 2023. That's this month. That's a 22% increase from its last round in December of 2020. ByteDance is the most valuable pre-IPO stock globally, and this is only a 3.6 revenue multiple. And you got U.S. pre-IPO tech companies going at a 15x, 20x, 30x multiple uh, in SpaceX's case. Right? ByteDance early investors include Susquehanna Asia Investments, DST Ventures, and Sequoia China. Uh, other notable investors include General Atlantic, SoftBank, NEA, KKR, Tiger Global, Carlisle, Co2. It's an incredible list of investors. And uh, the illogical divestiture demand by the White House leads me to believe that this whole thing is a political farce. This is similar to how Chinese companies were uh, to be delisted from U.S. stock exchange, which never ended up happening. Uh, TikTok CEO set to testify in front of Congress on March 23rd. That's next Thursday. This poor guy is going to get destroyed. Naturally, it's got less to do with TikTok and more to do with U.S. and, and China political relations. Uh, you just can't win here. And frankly, I'm surprised he's even doing it. All right. Now we got uh, T-Mobile is buying Kayena Corporation. It's a cell service provider for $1.35 billion. It's 39% cash, 61% stock deal. Kayena brands include Mint Mobile and Ultra Mobile. Mint Mobile has those uh, Ryan Reynolds commercials. And who doesn't like Ryan Reynolds? The guy's great. Uh, T-Mobile is acquiring the brand's sales, marketing, digital, and service operations. Uh, T-Mobile uses its supplier relationships and distribution scale to help Mint and Ultra grow faster, offering competitive pricing, greater device inventory to more U.S. customers seeking value offerings. They'll also leverage Mint's uh, digital direct-to-consumer marketing expertise, which is a fancy way of saying Ryan Reynolds commercials as part of its broader portfolio to reach new customer segments and geographies. Ryan Reynolds is a Canadian actor. He owns 25% in Mint Mobile. The analysts estimate that uh, Reynolds acquired the shares at a $15 million valuation and that his shares are now estimated to, uh, to be worth 
about 150 million to 200 million uh, with the deal that just happened. Reynolds recently sold his liquor brand Aviation Gin for big dollars too. He owns a soccer club in the UK, which he bought on the cheap, and no doubt he's going to sell that for big dollars. There's like a docu series out on that, uh, I think on Netflix right now or Hulu or something. And Reynolds also, uh, so like, look, this, Reynolds, this, Reynolds kind of mics touch. Everything that this guy does is gold. His movies are doing well. It's like pretty impressive. You know, like I want to co-invest with this guy. <laughs> he's got, he's a good investor, man. Uh, last one here, OpenAI, my favorite AI company launched GPT-4. It's new large anti-modal AI model. GPT-4 is said to be OpenAI's most advanced AI system. It's safer and delivers more useful responses to prompts. So here's how the GPT-4 API pricing works. For prompts, these are the questions that the user types in. Those are three cents per 1,000 prompt tokens, or about 750 words. For completion, these are the words that GPT-4 responds back with. Uh, There's six cents per every 1,000 completion tokens. Again, that's 750 words. Tokens represent raw text. So for example, the word fantastic would be split into tokens for fan, task, and tick. So that's one word, but it's three tokens, okay? And uh, here are some earlier adopters using GPT-4. Stripe is using GPT-4 to scan for business scan business websites and deliver a summary to customer support staff. Duolingo, which the language uh, app uses GPT-4 to build new language uh, learning subscription tier. Morgan Stanley built a system that will retrieve investment research and other financial information from company documents and serve it up to financial advisors. That's one to take a look at uh, for all my RA and IBD buddies out there. And Khan Academy has developed an automated tutor. So teach your kids with an AI. Come on. I got three young kids. Let's turn the AI loose on them. Maybe, they, uh, maybe they'll learn something, right? OpenAI is, is, is single-handedly going to change our lives. I really believe this. And if you're a financial advisor, you got to find ways to invest in AI companies. Efficiency is going to go through the roof in the next five years. Productivity and GDP is going to go through the roof in the next five years. You heard it here first. AI is going to change the way that we work. Uh, OpenAI has got a $20 billion valuation as of January 2023. Okay, I'm calling two new unicorns this week. Scroll is an Ethereum level two platform. The best I can tell, it raised $50 million Series C at a $1.8 billion valuation. Notable investors include Bank Capital and Sequoia Chi uh, Capital China. Character is an open-ended conversational AI application, raised over a uh, $200 million seat at a billion-dollar valuation, and Dreesen Horowitz led. And Anthropic raised $300 million from Alphabet. It's another and another investor. Humane raised $100 million, and it seemed like everyone participated in the round. It's a huge investor group. These guys are building an AI-first smartphone slash personal device. Don't really know what it is. It's all very secretive. Uh, but there are people out of uh, out of Apple that built like the iPad and the user interfaces there. Uh, really smart folks coming out of that group. It's all it's all secretive, as I said, and we don't really know what they're going to deliver. And then finally, Ring Therapeutics raised eighty seven million last week. All right. So last up, we got pre IPO stock performance. Pre-IPO stocks were down 81 basis points for the week, besting the S&P 500 by more than 3.6%. Year-to-date, pre-IPO stocks still trail the S&P by about 3.7%. Not much has changed for the company-level uh, year-to-date numbers from last week. Uh, OpenSea still looks good, uh, uh, and so does Kraken, oddly. 
So no single pre-IPO company had a great week uh, this past week. Chime led the pack of 56 bips for the week. Stripe was down 5.6% and Epic Games was down 7.5% for the week. Okay, so let's end it there. If you have any pre-IPO stock research needs, please reach out. I'd love to dive in with you. We also have two funds available for investment right now. For SpaceX only exposure, visit agdillon.com slash SpaceX. The big rocket Starship is launching soon. I think they just set a date for April 20, if I'm not mistaken. And their internet satellite Starlink is scaling fast. So it's a great entry point to get into SpaceX, in my opinion. We've raised $3.4 million to date, and we aim to close the fund in mid-April. For um, diversified pre-IPO exposure, check out egdillon.com slash top15. That's SpaceX, Stripe, Canva, Instacart, Epic Games, Discord, and Plaid. I also had an advisor call me last uh, last week for kind of a high-quality basket as well. So we're putting that together now. It looks to have uh, five names in there with uh, with stocks that have had uh, come down in performance but have shown big revenue increases, driving profitability, and have made expense cuts to make their business more efficient. All right. Thanks and see you all next week.